It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. It's a pleasure to have on our program Sister Irene Ryan, founder of Sisters Rising Worldwide and Sarah's Oasis, dealing with victims of sex trafficking. Good morning, Sister. Good morning. Nice to be here. And bless you for what you're doing with your organization. Uh, the uh, the movie Sound of Freedom has uh, been a wake-up call for a lot of people. Thank God people are going to see it at the box office, and for those who haven't, I certainly hope they uh, they do. And the topic of the movie is sex trafficking, and it's about a true story. But tell us how you got involved with your uh, your group. Well, it actually, it's been the sisters around the world have been working in um, working in preventing sex trafficking and labor trafficking for decades. And um, Sarah's an Oasis for Women is one place where they deal with the um, with the survivors. And so there's two parts to the sex trafficking around the world and locally and nationally. Sisters try to prevent people from being vulnerable to being sex trafficked. And so that's really important. So that's one huge movement. The other movement is those who are um, really lucky enough to escape, which is rare, um, then you have to deal with lifelong um, results of the sex trafficking. And they are brave, courageous women. It's just amazing. Um, And that's what Sarah's does. It takes a couple of years um, to just kind of stabilize and start feeling safe. And so you'll find when you hear about sex trafficking, you'll often hear about safe houses and um, places where women can go. Um, but that's a long process. But uh, it's really important for people to know a couple of things. There are 40 million people who are sex trafficked now, and there are 152 million children who are um, trafficked for labor. And that and it's a it's a crime in every single country. And it's a billion dollar business. <laughs> I mean it just makes you crazy when you put that together. And so how do you how do we really deal with it is um, it's lack of knowledge right now is a problem and poverty and migration is those are the three main issues that we have to pay attention to and I think those who watch the movie once you wake up to the fact that this is huge you start have to you really we all have to pay attention to where we are you know in our locale and think about what would be opportunities for a trafficker to you know snatch somebody well, sister uh, the, uh, <laughs> that's a mouthful <laughs> no no this is where, this is where we're going to get to the bottom of this and I've uh, is it true that uh, in the good old USA that uh, we have more incidents of that than anywhere else? Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, uh, boy, could I say more than anywhere else? I think that it's probably, um, it's at least as bad. I mean, I know that, what, see, what happens is, is that when you traffic somebody, the first thing that the trafficker does is move them. You know, they don't, they, you don't get trafficked and stay in the same place because, of course, you could escape, right? So they move them. Mm-hmm. They go on the airplanes. They take them on trucks. They take them on buses, you know, whatever it is. They're getting them out. So, 
So a lot of the U.S. people get trafficked to other countries, and other country people get trafficked here. You know, so I, to tell you the truth, I don't know if I could say if it's more in the United States, but it is horrible in the United States because we have uh, so many ports and you know borders and um, you know opportunities for people to come to the U.S. and it's just it's just miserable. Well, sister, because it's, our uh, borders mm-hmm. appear to be more porous than ever, is uh, the frequency of sex trafficking much more now? People coming over the border? No, it's not. It's it's about. I would. I I suppose they're making more money. You know, it is a billion dollar industry now. Um, but this trafficking, it, it, migration is a huge problem. The, I I heard that about seventy percent of migrants have been trafficked. And the problem is is that there's migration going on all over the world. I mean, whenever there's a global disaster, you hear about flooding or you hear about volcanoes and stuff, people are moving from their home to some other place. And and when that happens, the traffickers follow them because it's it, it's like when it, when people separate from a herd <laughs> kind of a people, mm-hmm. they're vulnerable. And so any movement anywhere, and poverty, poverty drives people. You know, drought drives people to move to someplace else. And there are some places in the country where, and not in our country, but in other countries where there's no water. And you've heard about, like, like the girls go out and have to get the water at the well and fill the bucket and walk back. That would be a trafficking route. That would be a place. And so what the sisters around the world are doing are trying to solve the local issues to keep people from being vulnerable to being trafficked. So what is the solution to water? You know, maybe a catchment system by their house. (laughs) You know, in other Mm -hmm. places, it's lack of education and knowledge, and that's true in the United States. People think, um, oh, they'll trust people. You know, college students who are in debt at universities, there'll be a trafficker who might come to them and say, you're so beautiful. You would be a great model, and I know the person who runs the company. You could make enough money to pay your tuition off in the first year. You know, oh. so you just have to know where where the people are vul- What what makes somebody vulnerable to somebody who would entice them to, you know, break away and say, "Oh, I'll try that." So literally, you know, uh, literally, mm-hmm. uh, they become prisoners. Would you say? Yes, they do. Yes, yes, so. yes. They become prisoners. And and the like the labor traffic people, which often are children, what happens to them, like I said, they move people. They move people from point A to point B, and they'll maybe put them on the plane or a bus, and then they'll say, you have to pay me back. You have to pay that ticket back. And so then they have to keep working, but they don't get paid for their work, and so they get trapped, trapped that way. So there's promises of, you know, oh, I can get you to the United States even. That's a big promise all over the world. And, um, you know, or I can get you a job where you make more money, you know, we'll, and they'll move the person to another, say, state or someplace. It's, it's just as soon as they're moved, <laughs> they're trapped. So it's, it's desperate. But people need to know, to just be aware, really aware and educate themselves. So it's so going to take all of us to break the system. It's all almost like... You know, being hypnotized as a cult member, they think these people are going to do good things for them, and then uh, they start controlling them. 
Yeah. And yeah, it. Oh, go ahead. No, and then there's whole groups of people that gather to. You know, they're all in. Uh, I I saw the end of a newscast the other day, and it was like hundreds of people that. Uh, it almost looked like a cult type of thing, but they were people who have, were subject to trafficking, and uh, they were finally getting wind of it and breaking it up and helping these people. So it's some of them could yeah. be hundreds in one section or something. Oh sure, yes. It, it, I mean, because, you know, the think of the think of the harvesting sometimes, you know, that needs to happen, and that takes a lot of people. There's there's a it, there's a lot of work being done by people who have been enslaved, and you know, again, our U.S. Catholic Sisters Against Human Trafficking said it's happening in every zip code. Yeah. <laughs> so look, so you have to. It's just like you want to be awake to it, and and the sisters. Um, which is where, you know, I keep talking about the sisters because that's my universe. Mm-hmm. Um, the sisters are aware. You, they, it, it, I always say if anybody wants to know where they can help or how they can help, they should ask the sisters because they've been living in those places and watching, you know, helping for decades. You know, now people are waking up to it, but they're way ahead. Um, they know where it occurs and how it occurs. It's kind of like if you want to know more, ask a sister, <laughs> they, well, and they will talk about how to prevent it. Well, right, well, um, tell us how to uh, mm-hmm. detect potential uh, sex trafficking. What are some of the signs you would look for? Could be in your own well, neighborhood. Yeah, or in your own neighborhood. Or um, could be. It's, well, like if there, like there's this, like I'm from St. Paul, Minnesota, mm-hmm. and there's a skate uh, skate. Parks. I think that's what you call them, you know, where the kids are skating on boards and all that kind of stuff. So kids are gathering, and they're having a great time and having fun. And if one of those got, if there was a trafficker there, because, you know, they're doing children. They do, you know, pretty young boys. Um, they may, that would be a place that they could, you know, where the kids are gathered. And it's kind of a free, you know, the parents are off on the side or whatever. But, you know, but the other, I mean, the Internet in some of the places, the more... I'm telling you stories more of more where there might be more um, middle class, affluent um, people, um, where they would be, maybe it's on the internet and they're communicating with somebody and it could be a trafficker on the other side. So you got to be careful of that. You know, how are they, who are they connecting with? And you hear parents talking about that all the time, but that's really important. Part of that is trafficking. (laughs) That's a big piece of it. Um, in uh, in other places, it's poverty. Poverty is will drive will make people move. You know, along our borders, our southern border in the United States, people have moved there because they are poor, <laughs> or they have been harmed, or they're in danger, or whatever. So they move there, and so what you'll find all along the borders, sisters trying to keep them safe because they know the traffickers are around. <laughs> You have to. So we're. So we. When you look on our um, sisters rising worldwide website, um, which is srw.org, you will see every single program that is re- represented there. Ones that we have funded and ones that are to be funded, all mitigate against trafficking. All of it. Every single country you'll see. You know, like in Nigeria, the Boko Haram was killing farmers. So there was a lack of food. And so the people wanted to go back to their farms to grow food. But what the sisters did instead 
is show them how to do vertical farming up walls and stuff. They didn't have to go to the land. They could do troughs and put them up walls. That helps mitigate against trafficking. <laughs> you know, sim- it, every location is a little bit different. So it's, it's just it's fascinating, really, when you think of the solutions are there. So when you, you talk to, to uh, when you talk to somebody who's been sex trafficked and uh, initially, how do they persuade them? They're going to say, well, we're going to have a job for you. You're going to make some money. Uh, they don't get into the sex thing. And then it's kind of shocking. Is that how it works? Right. Yes, yes, yes. You know, they're promising something like you'd be great in theater mm-hmm. or, oh, my gosh, you know, you'd be a great model or... Um, it could be, uh, I can get you a job where you can, you can get more money. Um, I, can put, I can get you safe lodging, you know, because they're moving. That's where a lot of the migrants happen. I can get you safe lodging. Mm-hmm. I can get you a distance. I'll give you a ride in my van or on my boat, and I can get you to where you want to go. So how do they, um, ex- how do they escape? Mm-hmm. How do they, so many escape so they can come and get help uh, psychologically with you? Uh, because police are wise and they get them out of there? or Oh, no, no. It's, it's courage and bravery on their part. Mm-hmm. The, I haven't, the, the, those are the stories that I hear. Uh, in wonderful cases, the police have been able to be notified, um, but not in all the cases. You yeah. know, I mean, they just, there have been women that we know at Sarah's and Oasis for Women, which is our place locally, um, who have escaped violence, and they—it's either if 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 they don't get out of there, the children are killed. You know, there's threats. It's a violent threat. Mm-hmm. So it's a different. Um, or we will, um, you know, kill your husband or kill. You know? And so they they have to escape, and then they have to find their children later. And I mean, it. Oh, you just can't make this stuff up. <laughs> I know it's. How do people a... think like this? It's just horrible. But what? we have to be. Kind and aware. Who around us today, when everybody who's listening sits there listening to you, they could think about who around them seems vulnerable, perhaps maybe as an isolate somehow, mm-hmm. you know, or is, is impoverished in some way and they need help. You know, if, if we were just to help the people around us and um, know, know each other, it, that would mitigate against trafficking. So who's likely? I, I mean, it's really yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's likely to Go become uh, evil to do these things? Uh, would it be people that you would never believe would do such a thing, or is it gangs? Yeah, both. Uh, it's, yes, I think that that's true because a lot of what happens is grooming, and so you think you have a friend. And that friend um, really, and that friend could be a trafficked. Sometimes there's a trafficker mm-hmm. who takes a trafficked person and says, I want you to get me five women or three boys or, you know, whatever it is that they're asking. And so that there's, they're trafficked as well. It's a real tight knot. <laughs> and, um, and they w- may groom them, you know, become friends. And, you know, it's lure them, again, it's, luring them away from a a crowd you know or a neighborhood or uh, you know or their parents or um, so you don't know you know it's just it's it's the way trafficking will end 
is when it is no longer making the people money. Right. Sister you know Irene, I mean? uh, Sister Irene Ryan is with us, founder of Sisters Rising Worldwide and Sarah's Oasis. So uh, this is amazing and also very depressing. The, the movie Sound of Freedom is dominating the box office, which is a good thing. And I know people have gone to the movie and it's just, they just can't stop talking about it. It's almost like, can this really be happening? Because not only do these vultures get these people in a circle where they look for people to have sex with, but um, there are people that actually are paying money. So you get evil on both ends. Now, when you say children, how young are some of these people? Oh, I, I, I hate to even mention that because they're, they could be any age. Yeah. They could be, you know, there's a lot of sick um, people out there. <laughs> no, evidently. Yeah, so. Because it doesn't it, work it, unless yeah. people are, you know, giving money for it, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Ugh. Anyway, but again, kindness, you know, I mean, if there's a message that you could send, if people are kind to their neighbors and the people around them and know and aware and realize that you don't want anybody to be vulnerable to say, I need something better. I need to move. I need something better. Or, and then, and then knowledge to where you have to know, you know, what are you, who are your kids contacting with on the, on the internet? That's a big, I don't know how parents do it. Oh, I, I, I just, well, it's just a huge thing. It's so important. It's 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 life or death in some cases, so it's so important. And You're absolutely right. But I right. think if the children know too, without don't make them fearful, make them strong. You know, so that they're strong in themselves and they don't feel like they need to be pulled somewhere. You know, somebody can't offer them something better. Anyway, I could go on and on. No, no, no. This is so important. I'm so glad yeah. to have you on with me because we want to spread the word. I've been watching a documentary on uh, cults on Netflix and it shows the vulnerability of people who get wrapped up in these things and wind up that they're worshipping uh, you know, real evil and it sounds familiar to people who are, are trusting and looking for something better and uh, uh, what kind of punishment oh, first of all I want to talk about the movie Sound of Freedom uh, it's based on a true story and it's how someone in the story was able to uh, save somebody under uh, who's been, uh, we'll call it kidnapped or sex trafficked. Mm -hmm. um, tell us mm -hmm. a little bit about that. Well, um, it about the movie. You mean or about? Yeah, and how they save somebody from it. I, well, you know that's a scary thing. I have to say because it is a crime. It is a serious crime. Should be. Yeah. And you're dealing. You're dealing with people who are like we don't give out addresses of safe houses, mm -hmm. you know, except to organizations that are helping, you know, where you have kind of like an underground railroad where you're helping people get to safe houses. Um, it, it's dangerous to, say, uh, to do that. It's, it's better to have, usually you want your police officers, um, usually they have a section of, their, of the police who have been trained. Not all the police in one department will be trained on what to do, but some will be. Um, we've been, the sisters have been working with like airline stewardesses, pilots, any airline companies, hotels. Um, they've been working with any transportation, buses, stuff. 
where to look out for what it you know if they suspect somebody's being a child or somebody's being trafficked and and to how to spot that and to you know how do you find how do you know if that's maybe happening and so it's better to do that and to get to somebody who's been trained than to do it yourself because I was told this a number of years ago um, that three if if somebody trafficked three women that was worth five hundred thousand dollars and if one got away they lose everything because they don't know they figure that they'll be you know they'll become known as the trafficker if one gets away and so they're not going to want the one person to get away and so you so it's it's scary stuff you have to really you have to try to stop it before it gets to that point oh i'm <laughs> you know, let this the, is certainly Big folks know, <laughs> yeah. You know, the big folks know, and then they can go and hopefully... Can you stay a few more minutes? I want to take a break. I know your dog yes. wants you, but... Uh... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm trying to get away from this. Huh? Well, that's okay. I, so... Yes, let's take a break. And I... Okay, take a break, and, and I'd and I'll be right somebody back. Somebody else, I'd, all right. Yeah. Sister Irene Ryan, founder of Sisters Rising Worldwide, and Sarah's Oasis, an organization, deals with victims of sex trafficking throughout the United States and worldwide. These are beautiful people who are trying to save people. We'll be right back. Sister Irene Ryan, we're so glad to have her on the program today, founder of Sisters Rising Worldwide and Sarah's Oasis. So, um, Sister, how do these uh, devils that, well, it's like a form of kidnapping, who have these young people under their spell, um, how do they get their customers? Or is it something that's uh, so well-known that they have people who are they can call with names who want to get involved with trafficking? How does that work? Well, isn't that the question? And I, um, <laughs> if, if I could live another life, I would want to spend my whole life on that, to tell you the truth, to think what, where is the demand? The demand, mm-hmm. um, I've, I've talked to a lot of Gentlemen, it's, I don't know why I've been so brave to do that, but I've talked to guys saying, "How how does this happen, you guys? Yeah, you know where is this, and how, and do you, and and they they say, oh, you know, they talk about locker room and things, and I said, well, do you, does any of you ever stand up and say something? And they said, no, that's not the culture. And so anyway, I thought about that a lot, and I was thinking that you know who we need to talk to are the mothers when they're raising their kids. <laughs> Yeah, or something. You know, it has to. We have, you have to get to the root cause. Why? Why is it that there might be somebody who is demanding this? It's not okay. Why? Do, why? It's a crime. Besides, and so how? So, the, I mean, I go again, which is what nuns do. What is the root cause? And you think about. Uh, I just want. I mean, starting from birth, I want those. I want those, mostly their boys, to yeah. be taught that they are that they have what they need that they're already loved they're whatever it is they're seeking i don't know um but there is a demand and and it's very quiet and just imagine if we had 50, the other 50 percent of the population if all the men and all the women said we're going to stop this it would stop there would be no more trafficking yeah i mean if they didn't have customers they there would be no more trafficking exactly so how so I, the fact that you're having this on your radio show is fantastic um, because you're reaching a, a large audience. And it is, 
people have to that the, there are people who probably are listening who are you know may feel like well I have to change my ways you know and and that would be if that worked mm-hmm. that would be fantastic well certainly so, uh, uh, it just needs to be people mm-hmm. they have to stop it it is a crime and and I'd rather have people stop it than just put them all in jail you know what I mean just be I don't know. It should be a very, very serious offense on both sides. The customer and, of course, the people who are trafficking uh, yep. could be something that maybe slow it down a little bit. So, Sister Irene, yeah. since you've been doing this, have you ever felt yourself in physical harm because you are involved in this? I have not. Um, I feel very strong, which is what I hope every person can feel. Um, and I, I don't feel vulnerable because I am in a huge community. Mm-hmm. I have local communities. I have huge, beautiful family communities. I have my sister communities. You know, there isn't any, um, which is why I said, um, you know, if everybody would just pull together and care about their group around them so that there isn't anybody outside your community. The only way to do that is if everybody's looking right where they are and who's who needs help. How can we help them? You know, if you just think that way, <laughs> then you take away the vulnerability. I do not feel vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, and I'm, and I, know, I have the knowledge. I wouldn't put my place in a position where I'd be vulnerable. No, I don't. I know you don't um, want to get into politics, but I, I have to say this: that I understand that this movie was uh, done five years ago. And for some reason, the government uh, did not want it out for the public. Uh, do you know any more about that? You know, I don't. Okay. I don't. I, I really don't. I think, um, I think one of the hard um, facts for people to understand is that, which I don't, I don't understand why it's hard, but that people want to stay in their own neighborhoods in their own country they mm-hmm. want to do that they don't want to have to walk across deserts and walk someplace else and you know they don't want to but there are so many different reasons why they do and it's the reasons that need the attention rather than the fact that they're showing up in all these other borders you know again it's a it's a global thing sure, <laughs> you know we hear about the united states but they're moving all over the place mm-hmm. all the time you know to and and you know so i don't know i think i think that you know migration is an issue for the united states and i don't know how i mean it's a political issue i don't know how they're going to how they're thinking about solving it 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 seems you know that a lot of the solutions are back in the country but here are the people all i know is is that the nuns meet these people when they come to borders and they're trying to keep them safe from traffickers and drug lords <laughs> you know all the people who follow them mm-hmm. because they're vulnerable so let me and, ask you, you this uh, mm-hmm. you deal with victims and uh, when you do deal with victims and or somebody who has been a victim and they're with your your group of people um they must tell you all kinds of stories must be very sad um how do you help these people cuz it must be catastrophic to be in that situation it is catastrophic and <laughs> you know there is an oasis for women here in St. Paul um, we thought the sisters it was a big beautiful convent 
and it had 30 bedrooms, so each of the women, you know, could have their own space. And our first thought was, oh, it's, we want it to be beautiful for the women who come. And <laughs> we learned immediately <clears throat> that it's not beauty that they want right away, it's safety. And they didn't even begin to breathe freely until they had a key to their room. Mm-hmm. where they knew that they would be safe, you know. And, and it was also interesting because a lot of times, the, in this, in this uh, convent, of course, there was a beautiful chapel with stained glass windows and stuff, and for a while the, some of the people would come and sleep in the chapel because they felt God's presence right there. It was, you know, so they're looking, they feel safe. They want to feel safe and, and wrapped in, you know, something holy and... <laughs> and um, know that they're going to be okay, you know. So um, it's hard. Then then only once they feel safe can they start dealing with the issues and the memories and the, the psychological harm and, and, in a lot of cases, the physical harm and trusting harm. And it's lifelong issues, but they're strong. The ones that escape are strong and courageous, so there's they carry a lot of um, strength in them, but... It's it's sad. You just want to wrap your arms around them and hold them, you know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Listen, thank so. God for what you do, Sister. We appreciate it very, very much. And I know that there's organizations all over the world that are trying to uh, put a dent in this terrible, terrible thing. Uh, where can we get more information about your group or anything else uh, you'd like to tell our audience? Yeah, thank you for asking. Okay, so I would... I would like to send people to the Sisters Rising Worldwide website, um, which there are 650,000 sisters around the world, by the way, and everything that they're doing mitigates against trafficking. And so the website is srw.org, and you'll find Sarah's on there too. And what we do is we raise funds for these programs so that they're, the nuns are working at the root cause of the problem. They're, and so each of the, it's actually interesting to go on because you'll see programs from all over the world and you'll see what the solution is in that place and you'll start seeing that uh, the variety. So that's one thing I like to say. The other thing, and this is a crazy thing to say at this point, so, so my name is Irish, it's Sister Irene O'Neill. And Ryan is, is not my last name, but it, uh, it is another, it's a nice Irish name. So I just mm. want to say when you go onto the site, srw.org, you'll see Sister Irene O'Neill. So, okay, no, <laughs> anyway, that's fine. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite interesting. No, it's uh, there's something else. I, I guess we have uh, every, all the information we need, and I certainly hope that. Uh, a lot of the audience has learned a lot from this, but they'll get a lot more at srw.org. Yes, yes. The, uh, and I cannot be more grateful to you for uh, seeing this as an important issue. I, it's, so congratulations to you, too. Sister Irene Ryan, it's a, a pleasure is truly all mine, and thank you so much for what you do. Okay, thank you so much, too. Bye-bye. Take care.